This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's number one sports and recreation podcast is back in 2024. So, Cheap Heat, what do you want to talk about? Huh? Uh, some things to talk about in wrestling. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll we'll be joined, of course, by the physically large and Philadelphia resident Stack Eye Greg. What's going on, P? Uh, and uh, in Los Angeles. 36 at 35 Dipperstein. He's looking at himself in his reflection. He's feeling good about himself. I can tell he's only thinking about himself and how he looks and he's liking what he's seeing. Is it the giant smile on his face that gave it all away? Yeah. Well, I can, he's like my brother in the sense that I can tell when he's only able to look at himself. My brother does it way more awkwardly. Dips actually pulls it off pretty well, but I can still see it. He's looking at himself. I don't know how you do it with all these zoomings and all the, all the work that you do. How do you not just look at yourself all day? I'd be looking and looking and looking. It's so funny. My, my brother is so, he literally, my brother FaceTimes like this practically. Like this is what his eyes look like. Because <laughs> he, he can't stop staring. He's like staring at himself and he like, it's, it's, he's worse than my mom. I mean, my mom's 75 years old. By the way, sending love out to my mom, who as we speak is probably, um, under the under the knife. Is that what you say? Under the knife? That is what you say. Oh my goodness. She's she's getting the knee for her first knee replacement today. Oh. Yes, not a not a bad, bad one. I mean very it's always scary, but situation. very routine. And yeah. uh, she's she's been very nervous about it. I'm I'm happy for her just at the very least that it will be done after today. At least the first one will be done and the second one won't be as scary and she can start taking some steps because my mom's still a, you know, a pretty young woman, right? She's in her mid seventies and she needs to get it done. And if you don't do it now, you're not going to want to do it when you're 90, you know, 85. Right. This is the time to do it. You got to do it right Has now. Has she had surgery before at all? Or is this like the first surgery ever it, in life? It, it, you know what? It may be her first surgery. Ever Outside ever. of like childbirth, obviously. Yeah. It may be her first like real surgery, you know, where you know you're going under, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Like. I had an appendectomy. She hasn't even had that. I don't think mm. she's had anything. It's a good, no good appendix call. in there, huh? Not an appendix to be found. You, you yeah. remember? You didn't need it anyway. I do. You, you were around for the appendix uh, situation. By the way, I wonder when my appendix is going to go. Uh, any, any day. Any day. Any now. day. Any <laughs> day. By the way, Dip, what are your thoughts on these uh, glasses that I found the other day at the, uh, at the, um, what's was, at Housing Works? What are your tears on these? What are your tears? I think they're huge. They're huge. They're, they're, they're they, very they, big. They they're give mage. me, they give me Michael Jackson, mid eighties, like yeah, the whole big, cover. like I, I love them. I love them. Um, $12 by the way. And I tried to haggle. I was like, guys, $12. These are pretty beat up. 
Um, now, before they, they we get into, they, they did, they didn't. Now, before we get into you know, some pretty interesting news from last night's Raw, I do want to mention uh, Happy New Year to everyone. And Troy the Goy, our producer, who had a lot of interesting things that he said over the course of the last several days, privately and publicly. But you put up a post. He put up a post on New Year's Day. I don't know if you guys saw it, but I, I almost sent it to Dipperstein just to pop him because it's Troy being like, you did send it way. to me. And then by the time that I got to it, it was already gone. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I sent it to pop dip. Cause he's like, Hey, it's the first of the year. And, and you want to treat yourself. People say they want to treat themselves. Oh, I did well, see this one. <laughs> Well, uh, treating yourself by eating a, a cupcake and laying on the couch, that's not treating yourself. Treating yourself is putting your body through duress. Treating yourself is running in the cold like I just did. I rewarded myself by putting my body through duress. That's how you treat yourself. And and um, I, I was watching it. Natalie. Natalie's next to me. She's like, what, what the hell is he talking about? And leans over and starts watching it with me. Now, I thought it was very compelling content in that you came across like a psychopath. Mm -hmm. Not that everything you're saying was wrong. Obviously, I, I don't think I think some of it made sense. The approach was a bit a little aggressive. And you're telling us now as we've gone on the air that you had to remove it. Troy, why did you have to remove <laughs> this clip from the internet? <laughs> um, so when I get criticism from strangers on the internet, whatnot, I don't care. But when I get criticism or negative feedback from people that I do actually care about and from people whose opinions I do place some type of value in, then I will stop and think, okay, wait, was I wrong here? Did I go too far? So how many people did, did you I hear from mistake? and what was the criticism? Um, I mean, I just heard from three people. One of them was an ex-girlfriend. One of them well, we know was an ex-girlfriend's <laughs> best friend. You you had us at girl. We know what that means. Yeah. Change it. Cut it. Get rid of it. Yeah. Um, so I don't Who necessarily uh, just someone I used to work with. And they were all and they were all women. Now, I will say that there was a clear difference between like I got positive comments from men and negative comments from women. Um, but I, I did take the, the negative comments to heart. The message that I was sending, I don't disagree with. I stand by it, but I could have presented it in a wholly different way. And also I probably learned a lesson that Peter, you've learned 1000 times by this point. There's just certain messages that you can never get your point across in 60 seconds or less in social media. Like what I was saying, there's all sorts of rebuttals that you can make to it that I can't like all get some, like someone said, but what about people with disabilities? Like they need to rest. I'm like, okay, yes, obviously, I, obviously a person with disabilities. I'm not saying, Hey, this, get off your ass and go for a run. Like, that's not what I'm saying. All. But of course, you know, you can't have that kind of conversation in a 60 second clip. So, uh, for that, I just, I, I didn't think that was a great framing of the message. It's it, it's, I stand by the message, but it belongs in a different form. I think even your framing of the framing of the message took entirely too long. <laughs> even your description of the message needs to be cut down to less than 60 seconds. Um, I, it was, it was an aggressive, it was an aggressive, yeah, it was aggressive. And I think there's, I, I think my guy got cyber bullied to start off the new year. Yeah. First thing out of the gate. Here's what you need to do on second thought. Hey. Um, the good all right, news guys. Is a so you didn't need that extra day. It's yeah. done. File it away. You still get 365 solid days. To by the way, to. by the way, SGG, you're the only person I know who's mentioned that it's a leap year and you've mentioned it twice in the last day. I'm you seem excited about this extra day. No, I just don't want I just don't want to lose that. You know, February. This year we get an extra an extra day of Black History, so I'm looking forward to that 29th. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, but the way you're talking about it, I really I hope you do it up. It better be a. This is gonna be. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm gonna do it yeah. up, man. I want you to come on here talking about. We're gonna do an entire Marcus Garvey, Booker T. Washington. Is that the whole episode of Cheap Heat? Yeah, um, of course. So guys, uh, last night, if you weren't watching uh, on Monday Night Raw, because there was a lot of a lot going on last night, college football playoffs, all all that. Uh, they had announced last week there was a Triple H put up a, a comment on social media commenting on the speculating the speculation that existed that a former WWE champion would come back. Triple H commented on that saying, I won't confirm or deny it, which clearly makes it seem like it's going to be something. 
I got to give Andrew Goldstein credit who sent it to our group with like very much as like the eyes wide emoji and was like, wow, they don't normally do stuff like this. I thought nothing of it. I, I, I really thought, all right, it's going to be something that's not of particular excitement here. Uh, I thought did, it was trolling. I thought it was like a like a Tony Khan type of like, yeah, trolly. This is a big announcement coming. Type yeah, of but just kind of to make day one fun. I did not think it was going to be the return of the Rock. Now, obviously, they knew that it played that way because their way of bringing the Rock back last night was first bringing out Jinder Mahal as a returning WWE champion. <laughs> yeah, and brilliant. My, I think. I, well, yeah, my brain processing it was like, huh, interesting. Simultaneously, I am excited to see Jinder Mahal. I love Jinder Mahal. Could this yeah. be Mage? And then I also thought, this isn't it, though, is it? This probably isn't it. This is probably not it. And then we heard, if you smell, The Rock came out. And not only did The Rock come out, you know, I, I very much disagreed with Zach Linder in our chat who said, I thought The Rock was much different in this appearance than he is in previous ones. I did not sense that at all. Oh, so you disagree I, with Zach Linder? I, I do not agree with Zach at all. I thought he was the same as he's been a lot recently, almost yeah. to a T. Literally, literally, just like he did on SmackDown a few months back, Mm-hmm. comes up with some sort of way to bash the heel that involves like a curse word, gets the crowd to chant the curse word. But not just to get the crowd to chant it, but he he splits the crowd like an MC almost. Like this side's going to do this, this side's going to do that, and we're going to see who can get the louder reaction yeah, and yeah. coordinate a thing. It was almost, but it almost was a mirror image of what he did. Who was it, Grayson? No, it was um, Austin Theory. Austin Theory. It's almost a mirror of what he did with Austin Theory. And I'm like, all right, as it's ending, I really, guys, I was kind of like, he came back just to sort of job out another guy and make fun of them and, and leave. And then he starts talking, he grabs the mic and he goes, and before I go, I want to go get something to eat. The Rock's hungry. Guys, I don't know how you felt. I'll let you both give your feelings. I thought it was still a setup for a pie joke. I literally thought he was just going to talk about pie that I don't know why none of this was making me feel like he's going to reference Roman Reigns. And, and in, in the end, of course he says, should I sit in a booth? Should I sit at the bar? The right rock likes the bar or should I sit at the head of the table? And the internet exploded. The crowd exploded. It was an awesome response. It completely surprised me. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. It was a perfect way to do it. He somehow surprised me. Even as it's happening and unfolding, like, nope, nothing. Nope, nope, nope. Wow. Here we are. And now, and then, of course, after you guys give your, your sort of initial thoughts, uh, uh, we can get into the speculation that's coming out. I, 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 God, I hate the internet though. How is speculation already so certain about what's happening? I, I just, the second something happens, there's like certain speculation. It's certain from people who have been zero, have a, have a 0% success rate with this type of speculation, right? But, like, uh, but everyone believes it, but like everyone, everyone then starts going with, anyways, we'll get to that. SGG, uh, your reaction to last night. Yeah, I'm, I'm mostly with you. I thought, when he came back and first of all, I did like the gender stuff. I think gender going on as long as he did, did the perfect job of like, you started to believe it. fun of that disappointment to the crowd. Like, Oh, you're expecting a champion. I'm a champion. Here you are. And they gave him a lot of time to really get the crowd in the palm of his hand before they brought the rock out to just, by the way, through. probably, probably some extra time. Thanks to the unfortunate injury to Vinci earlier in that uh, new day, Imperium match. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about it. It was the. It wasn't the new day. It was the new souls. It was Kofi. I'm sorry, Kingston the new souls. And, Kofi and, 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 and against, Jay. against, against uh, Imperium. But yes, I hope I hope Da Vinci's doing well. I think he actually tweeted out that he's okay. Um, so that that's good news. But yeah, you make a good point. They probably did get some extra time because of of the unfortunate injury to to Vinci, and so Gender I think handled it really well. Um, in terms of filling that time and making the crowd believe that he was the guy that was that was much hyped, and it made me believe even more that we were 
in the midst of a troll job by Triple H. Now, I didn't realize that the actual troll job was The Rock coming out to cut one of his, um, I guess you say Rock by Numbers package, package promos. But when he did hit that line at the end, uh, should I sit at the a booth or the bar or at the head of the table? I mean, how could you how could you not pop for that? I popped for that, and I, and I think everybody else did because that's what we've been waiting for. What two years now? To the point where we gave up. <laughs> uh, on, we gave up on Friday. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we basically on Friday we're like, well, enough is enough. It's times past. It's time to move on with our lives. Yeah. Literally, it happened on Friday. Then also over the weekend, and we'll I'll dip on to get your thoughts, uh, a, video, a, a, a photo moved around on ESPN social of Lee Corso and e, the, the college football legend and The Rock having a moment together. And very clearly in the background is Nick Khan just standing like right behind them. That was over the weekend. I believe that was Monday. Oh, yeah, it was I Monday. That- You're right. It was early Monday. Yeah. It was because over the weekend, Sunday, he appeared, the rock appeared on NFL Fox Sunday to make an announcement about the merger of the XFL and the other league. What was it? The USFL they're calling it now. I forget what they were calling it. It was the but, USFL. So he was there for the merger conversation. That was on Sunday, Monday. You're right. College football championship day, a picture of him and then Nick Khan standing in the background. So even when shoemaker sent that picture to our group chat again, I didn't think much of it. I was like, well, Nick Khan and Rocky are cool. Like, yeah, okay. And Nick Khan wasn't trying to be low. He's at, he's at the center. He's not, he's out of focus, but he's in the center of the picture. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't exactly. I just didn't think it was like we'd caught something major. I, I still wasn't thinking anything. All right, Dipperstein, we go to Los Angeles. You were very much off the map yesterday. I, I sent you a text warning to stay out of the group chat. I hope you listened to me. You probably didn't. Um, but how did you take this all in? I did. I, I did. I did not look at. I, I got to tell you, I may have to leave all my wrestling group chats. Oh, because that was only one. You have all the other oh, ones. Yeah. I have a hundred of them. I, I just, I, I barely have time to keep up with any of them in general because I can't. I, I just can't wrap my head around them all, and and now it's like the biggest spoilers you could possibly have. You know, the, the Rock coming back and calling out Roman Reigns is like the biggest spoiler. What, it's like the biggest news of the year and like <laughs> probably yeah yeah and i have to like avoid my phone for three hours a day before SGG's i go back laughing, to work sgg is laughing because he knows that in dip's mind it's not only the biggest wrestling news of the year it's just the biggest news of the year <laughs> yeah Period. but also because dip is always so hyperbolic but i can't even be mad at that because the year was not even 24 hours old. Uh, a very good point. It is definitely yeah, the right. is but confirmed. I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm deciding whether I stay in any of the group chats because I can't just avoid my laptop whether the texts come up and the phones and uh. after hours and hours and hours and hours of my life. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm legitimately contemplating it. Secondly, Jinder Mahal would have been enough for me. <laughs> I love it. I love I respect okay. the Maharaja. Don't ever, I mean, exactly. Don't ever hinder. By the way, he looks fantastic. He does. He, he's to me, like, I know I've been saying this for years and, um, I was excited when we met him and whatever, he was so good to us on the podcast, he was. but like he, to me, he's like a champion. I know he yeah. feels he's the he's size of a champion. He looks like a champion. He's, he's handsome. A, he's, yeah, I, he's, I, I, I totally, he conducts himself like a champion when he, yeah, he's amazing on the mic. Like they, he's, they, they have, he's not, a star. It's, it's, it's such a great <laughs> hidden point from the whole thing. We're all going to talk about the rock today. It was a reminder that that guy's mage and should be doing more. He should not just be in a faction on NXT. He's like not on anything. Guy. I don't even, I mean, yeah, he's right, on now, NXT, right. Yeah. He manages the tag team. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, what is it? I want to know. I mean, he is the farthest thing from Joe bear. I could, I could, I could say 20 other people that should be off television and gender Mahal should be on it. I mean, it's crazy. He That's had, number one. He had, he had a big injury shortly after the championship run, right? Yeah, something with his leg or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he was out for a while. That did not help the timing. All right, so continue like, on. So number one, Jinder's mage. We all agree. Yeah. Um, number two, he the rock felt... First of all, I thought it was going to be Sasha Banks. Mm. I, yeah, I was very... Were, there was yeah. speculation. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Sasha Banks. Um, so the rock comes out, and I did immediately think that he looked more wrestlery. Then a few months ago with Austin Theory, he had an outfit on a few months ago to me that was like, you know, he's doing us all a favor. 
Here, it felt like a little bit more, you know, he had the tank top on with the Brahma bull and like, I don't know, he felt like a wrestler again. Okay. Okay. There's that. His shoulders, his trap, his trapezius muscles are gargantuan. He's a <laughs> He's, large man. Yeah. Okay. Although I will that say, was, I don't, I don't think it was the best shape I've seen him in, in a ripped way though. He's the most ripped I think I've ever seen. No, you thought he, so? Yeah. With maybe he just on? wasn't. Maybe he just wasn't. <laughs> wait, you're saying he was oiled or was it not oiled? No, without no. oil on. <laughs> I didn't see oil. <laughs> There's no oil. No, yeah, I didn't see oil. So maybe it's so, the fact that he wasn't oiled. He, yeah. he wasn't like glistening in that way. I don't know. I, I didn't. <laughs> he think didn't he was show the as best. much definition without the oil. Right. The right. Veins, true. You know. Yeah. True. Um, this whole thing. You know, <laughs> the cursing rock is like a whole. He. I, the douche, he's having 15,000 people say douchebag. I mean, it's, crazy. it's yeah. like, it's, it's still the PG era in some capacity and he's, he's cursing up a storm. What is the, this, the, this compulsion for the rock to say horrible things? Asshole, douchebag. It's um, very, it's very offensive. What was the last one on the last show? No, it was asshole I, on the last show. Last yeah. one was asshole. The yeah. B word many, but many, many times. Yesterday he had an asshole too. Yeah, and many. he did the douchebag. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. So he's pushing he's the limit. People, he's from the attitude era. Like he got to see the people. I, I guess. Like, I don't know. But this is not. It I is think, other era. It is odd, though, right? It is. You have a guy returning odd. who's the most mainstream he's ever been. He literally will not deny speculation that he is running for president. He will not shoot that down. No, I'm not running for president. He allows that to live out there, right? And simultaneously. It is random that he's now obsessed with doing cursing chants in front of a crowd filled with kids. It is random. I don't I don't care either way. I'm just like it is random. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> there's something there's something off about the cursing chants and the cursing and the every every sentence had a curse word in it. There was a lot of cursing last night. I, I, you know, I kept being like I was just sitting alone in my in my uh, bedroom watching the show, and I kept looking around to see if anyone else was was hearing this. <laughs> right, right. I, I will say this: it it certainly plays better for me on USA at ten o'clock at night on a Monday than it did at eight o five on Fox on a Friday. I will say that for me. Yeah. Anyway, um, so there's that, and uh, he he was fumbling and mumbling a little bit a few months ago with Austin Theory, and I felt like a little uncomfortable, and this time. He didn't at all, zero times. And so it felt like a little bit more natural and it felt more like he was able to pop the crowd more easily um, with every word and everyone was hanging on everything he said. And then finally, when he calls out Roman Reigns, I'm like, that was mage. Here's here's my here's my slight theory. It's not going to lead to anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's you think you think they won't have a match. You think nothing's going to happen. It was done just for fun. Yes. Keep people talking. Go away. Goodbye. I, it's possible. It's I don't possible. Think it's possible. I don't think it's possible. No, you don't think there's well, a ten percent chance. Uh, yeah, sure. So I mean, what's Cody Rhodes like going to? Less than ten so, percent. So what happens at the Royal Rumble? What are people speculating about? Well, okay. So the speculation that I was going to mention to you was is you know I, I did a little video last night to get up on the Rosenberg Wrestling YouTube channel. Blah. I've been trying to like jump on these moments, get a little something up there, and of course I speculate on on WrestleMania. By the time I'd gotten back on the internet 45 minutes later, the internet was sure he is going to be in Perth. I'm I'm with that speculation. Why? But well, can I you was, tell me where, I was where, seeing, where did it come from? Can you just explain where it came from? So I was seeing speculation that he was going to be at WrestleMania. I had the opposite experience as you. So I, don't know, I think we're just looking at different places. WrestleMania is not for three months. That he's going to be at WrestleMania and that this was going to have some impact on Cody and how you know this is not fair to Cody because Cody needs to finish. No, the not story fair. Please, can you get these loser. I don't even want to hear these losers talk. That yeah, is the that's most what, insane. That's what I was seeing, but um, I think it is going to be at, at Perth. I think it is going to be at Perth just because. So, what's um, Perth? Which one's out. Perth? It, it's it's elimination, elimination chamber. chamber. He might be there. He's going to have to make a couple of appearances. It can't be just for Perth. It can't be. So now, just, I don't know what's going to happen. It's for WrestleMania, if it's anything. Of course. I don't know what's going to happen when. He's not going to come. That. He's not going to show up at WrestleMania? The Rock? I don't know. He's, I don't know. But my initial speculation was when he announced that he was going to face Roman was that he was going to be facing Roman um, at Perth. 
because the Elimination Chamber, listen, everybody likes to think of it as like this second tier B-level pay-per-view. And in North America, sure. But they're not going to go to a huge stadium internationally and then not try to blow it out. And I'm sure, you know, having Rhea Ripley on the card helps. You know, having Roman Reigns on the card versus anybody helps. But if they want to really take it up another level with these international shows, pull in that in case of emergency break glass on the Rock Roman match also helps, and it helps more than anything they could do, number one. Number two, just the location of where Australia is on the map and the the Australian culture, which I think is going understated in all of this, is that Australia shows a level of respect to Polynesian cultures that we just don't in America. Hawaii is a state, yes, but Australia's respect level for Polynesian cultures and the way they they um, incorporate it into their society and educate people, I think that's something that's going very under the radar in terms of a rock-Roman match. And Tiger pointed this out to me when we were talking. Is like Samoa is right there. It's close to Australia, and it's in, it's a part of this. What are you talking this, uh, about? Respect that they have <laughs> when they show these respects to these Polynesian cultures, like they do the haka at sporting events. Um, indigenous people get a lot more respect over there than than they do really much, pretty much here. So I think that Samoan element is going to be played into whatever happens in Australia. And then the third thing that I saw after you did um, hearing about the speculation <laughs> was that. Um, an Australian tourism board confirmed that they requested The Rock to be a part of this show. So, how did that come- get? I, I, I heard that too. This, how does that get out? Why is that even news? Like, why? I mean, someone, I don't know why who, they would say Sean Ross that. Sapp was on the phone with the Australian tourism board last night. <laughs> I, I don't know. Shut the f- up. I can't I don't take know these who people. Said what? These people on the internet are lying. The, I, these stories, oh, we did the research. Blah, 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 blah. There's one <laughs> leak that gives out all the information. There's probably three different people in WWE who leak every bit of information that ever comes out. I, I, this idea that some research was done. Now, maybe, listen, it could be Perth. Um, I don't know about the SUG's theory of the, that, that because of the level of respect, that would be maybe... I, Maybe. Listen, it's this tinfoil to start the new year, it's, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. Completely. It's a nice, it's very nice, it's very nice, you know, a, cult, a culture lover SGG hopeful. No, I don't know. May, I, look, maybe. Right? It's, it's about they, dollars they, and cents ultimately. So does the dollar, do the dollars make sense I think to do will. that match there? And I think no it's, it's, it's easy to throw away the cultural element, but like when they go to Saudi, right, they, they incorporate some elements of the culture over there. Even when they went to, um, did Clash at the Castle, right? Like, you don't think of European culture as being, or like British culture as being that much different from American culture, but they did let some cultural elements slip in there. And I think, aside from having Rhea, Rock and Roman doing some Polynesian type of... Listen, I agree that that exists there and that could be a factor. I think an even bigger factor would be Elimination Chamber being thought of as not that serious uh, a pay-per-view. And the actual main event itself being a little bit fakakta to some degree. Yeah, we need to put something massive on that show. I think that makes the is the most likely thing. My problem here is how, after this much time, could The Rock and Roman finally get together? And it's all done in Perth, Australia at like... 8 a.m. Eastern time yeah. at Elimination Chamber. How? No way. How? No like, way. That would just be, a, a, for that to be it, if that's part of it, and that's part of it, like something happens at the Rumble, something happens in Perth, and then we land at WrestleMania, boom, no problem. If this is all just because, it, it's like it doesn't even make as much sense as the Saudi shows. The Saudi shows almost make more sense to me because I get it. They have these people who are spending a ton of money and have certain demands and requests for the show. The Saudi show, I mean, the the, the Perth show, it's going to sell no matter what. It's going to be great. It's going to do, they can come up with a million things to do that are not using this historic moment a month and a half before mania. And that's all we do with it. It would just be so weird to me. But that's the thing, right? P like they're trying to go to more stadiums than ever. They're trying to do bigger shows than ever. Every time Triple H sits down at a press conference, he's able to say, 
this is our largest gate and our largest attendance and we made the most money and blah, blah, blah. And one of the ways to do that, unfortunately for me, <laughs> the person who looks forward to WrestleMania every year um, and going to that show is to sprinkle out these big, huge, monumental moments throughout the other 11 months as shows that I'm just not going to be at, <laughs> sadly. Like, I would like the Rock Roman thing to to be reserved for WrestleMania, the highest moment, but then, like, they have to do something huge for SummerSlam and huge for these other events. Let me throw something at you. Could this all just be coming from the fact that the same losers that you talked about who are like, what about Cody? That it really comes from that? Because since they're going, what about Cody? They don't want to believe it could happen at Mania. So they're like, no, no, it has to be happening in Perth. Is that possible? And and in reality, people are going, Perth? Hey, this is at WrestleMania. What are you talking about? This is the main event of WrestleMania. Dip? You know what I'm saying? Maybe we're it's talking, all based on the Cody thing. I don't know. I think we're talking about Perth too much. I, I just don't, I, I don't, I don't. Well, you don't live on the internet. It has become the conversation is that that's where it's happening. Which, is, which I think is a good thing, right? Because... They it's want people thing? talking about Perth. Yeah, of course. People are talking, people's interests are perked about what's going to happen at Perth now. The Royal Rumble is set. Everybody's, the hype for the Royal Rumble is how it's going to be. They don't need to do anything more for that. Punk is returning. He's being, he's in the Rumble. They got that. Now people are looking forward to the next thing at WrestleMania. Like, no, that, that's a good thing. That's their whole road to WrestleMania. Everybody's just, talking about yeah, the Yeah, that whole is road. it. Yeah, you do have to remember that, Dip. That's all we have. It, it's Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania. We have three events to, to be two events until we're there. So it's not that crazy. I just wonder whether the whole thing stems from people refusing to believe that Cody wouldn't get the match at Mania, which by the way, are people just like out of their minds? Like, I I don't understand. Do you guys actually, I understand we love wrestling. We think it's great, okay? We absolutely care about what happens. But you really think that Cody if there's an opportunity to put on this huge match and it would be amazing business for everyone to have the rock and Roman at the head of the card, he's going to be like, but this was the year I was supposed to get Roman. He's the number one baby face in the company. When you go to shows, the children are fainting when they see Cody Rhodes. He has gotten to levels he never even dreamed was possible. No pun or pun intended. He has surpassed the level of commercial popularity that his father ever had. Cody Rhodes is the biggest Rhodes maybe there's ever been. And you think that right now he's going, but if I don't get my main event match with The Rock, dude, he's a businessman. Are you people out of your gourds? Right, so who does he get at WrestleMania then? Who if, does, he do- who get- if he doesn't get, there's, there, I mean, everyone sure we're going to get Seth Punk. But you mm-hmm. could always go punk Cody, which would make a lot of sense as well. It'd make more sense, arguably. And that that's a sexy matchup right there. Punk and Cody could be really, really good. Um, a lot, lot, big story to tell there. More so than Seth Rollins that he he always liked, didn't like him. I, I totally, <laughs> I disagree with you on you poo-pooing the Seth thing. Not liking mm. each other and having a long history of dislike. It's kind of what the whole thing's about. Mm. No, well, hold on. You don't think it's about championships. Okay, fair no. enough. You don't, even though everyone seems to disagree, you don't think it's about championships. But then if it's also about real, actual hatred between each other, you don't think it's about that either? No, then they shouldn't and bring it into the room. after being friends, too, after being having like a mentor-mentee relationship, <laughs> there's a real hatred, which... I, 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 know hatred. He looked, I know he looked up to him for all those years. I, I, lo- I loved what he said on the, um, on the Christmas episode of Raw, the whole don't ever meet your heroes thing. That's kind of his story with punk. I, I think it's pretty dope. Okay, but real quick. Uh, Cody, so if it weren't to be Rock and it weren't, uh, it's not Brock, it's not Seth, it's if it's not Punk, who would it be? I'm trying I mean, to let's be I'm honest, trying. right? Cody, Cody is gonna be in the chamber if he doesn't win, if Punk wins the Rumble, right? And it's a foregone conclusion that he will. There's still another title up for grabs. Cody's going to be in the chamber for an opportunity at that other title that's up for grabs. Cody's going to win it. And then Cody's going to find himself in the main event, whether that's against The Rock for the title or Roman for the title or Rock and Roman for the title. I don't think that Rock being involved with Roman at Perth or at WrestleMania 
means that Cody is suddenly, oh, do we put him with Orton? Do we put him with this person, that person? Cody is still also very much at the top of the card, and Cody is going to find himself That's there the thing. at Philly in April. And, and it's going to be executed in ways that we as fans can't really grasp or think about right now because we don't see all the moving parts and what priority is being given to these moving parts. Uh, I, I think Cody, the point is Cody will be fine either way. By the way, we could always do the thing where Rock gets uh, Roman gets Rock one night, Cody the next night, like we speculated for last year, beats the Rock one night, loses to Cody the next night. There, there, there's, there's plenty of opportunities. Either way, guys, I mean, Dip said this the other day, you know, after he went to the, uh, the forum show in LA, what a good time this is for the business. It, it, I mean, it just keeps getting better. Like this is just a superb time for the wrestling business. Um, that being said, not a superb time for the title run of uh, MJF. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Not a superb time for the title run of uh, MJF. It has come to a close. Dip, any any words on the on mourning the 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 title? That I gotta once go. Was? I gotta go in a second, but I it had to end at some point. And uh, you know the the choice to give it to Samoa Joe, even though we know he's a great guy. Oh yeah, and he loves wrestling. Um, thinks it's is great. It's a little, it's a little strange. It's a little strange, but um, only because like I don't know. I I, I thought that they maybe it would have been maybe given to like a monster heel, um, rather than somebody who's like heel adjacent. Maybe I'm miss. Maybe I'm not phrasing that correctly, but um, no, I think that's fair. You know what I mean? Um, but I thought the match was fantastic. I thought it was a really well done match. And, uh, you know, I, I actually liked the way it was delivered at the end with with the with the um, Adam Cole devil situation. I thought that it could have been tweaked a little bit. I, you know, um, I, I thought I, I wish it were, you know, Kyle O'Reilly and, you know, fine. If you want to throw Wardlow in there, I don't know. I, I maybe a combination of the people would have been a little bit different who were behind it. But um, I thought it was pretty well executed and and. Uh, and and felt like something. I, I I I loved the match. I particularly love Max hitting the F five on Joe. It looked awesome. Um, I did not love the Adam Cole reveal. I I did I. It was so formulaic, and 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 why not cost him the match? I, I mean, I listen. I'm not. I'm no. I'm no Booker. I don't know anything. But I don't know SUG. It seems to me. If you're gonna find out in a second that he's been betrayed by his best friend, why not have the devil and his people betray him during the match so we don't end Max's run by him just like tapping out in Long Island? Like I just I don't really understand that. Yeah, I don't I, I think the thinking behind it was to make Joe look good and not have him lose anything, but 
I'm with you guys. I think the devil reveal could have been done a little differently. There's some tweaks that could have been made. I think, though, I respect their commitment to keeping Adam Cole as the devil, (laughs) even though, you know, he can't really, he has his physical limitations right now due to injury. I respect the commitment of keeping him as the devil because, yes, it was predictable, but I don't so much mind predictable as much as I like to see how they execute it. And I don't know who they could have found to to sort of fill his shoes. I think Samoa Joe as champion right now was a good placeholder because obviously it would have been Adam Cole in this spot that took the championship from MJF had he been healthy. Um, So Samoa Joe picking up the mantle for that I think is good. But yeah, I think the devil reveal itself could have been done just a little bit better. I I, I, I... I mean, we kind of all thought it would be Adam Cole. It's probably the most speculated thing that it would be. They never made me at any point think that it wasn't going to be him really. And then to have it happen then just after the match, I just don't quite get it. I, I just, it just seems like one of those little underwhelming things that people kind of tend to complain about with, with AEW. And I, and I sort of, and I sort of understand why you'd feel that way. I mean, it it seemed like SUG the internet generally panned it, right? Generally panned it, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and especially because the other thing too that was running sort of concurrently with this reveal of the devil was MJF's contract status and where he will be, right? Like the devil's if if MJF is not back in AEW, then this final storyline with the devil, you got to really just say that it fell flat because. Then what did Adam Cole gain from all of this? It's not even that he could say he ran him out of AEW. The, the, they made the contract <laughs> such a big deal. So if MJF is gone, it's because of his own doing, not like these external forces and outside strings that were being pulled. Um, so, you know, I think them leaning into the contract status of it all sort of makes the devil thing a little bit clunkier, even because it's either they did this knowing that he signed and sort of spoiled it or he didn't sign and they did this. And then the devil is doing what after MJF is gone? Because even before Adam Cole revealed himself as the devil, the devil was MJF's thing. So now what? It is, it it is, it is a weird spot and it's in that's what makes the Joe thing interesting as much as I love Joe. And I think we all love Joe and think he's awesome. It's not like he's having this moment in AEW right now where you, you feel like everyone's tuning in to see what's up. Like he's, you know, he's, he's Samoa Joe. He's doing a great job. But I feel like had you been able to go to Swerve, for example, that might have been something really captivating to see where they go with it. And, and to see if this Swerve Nana thing can kind of go up a level and really be, you know, uh, its own thing. Or I don't know, mix it up. Have, have Don Callis sign swerve and non on you know, like something I just, it just felt like the Joe thing. I love it. Cause I love seeing Joe get a world title. Cause he's the man and he deserves all the world titles for we all. I think everyone agrees. He's the man, but in terms of like making it must see TV, I don't know that, having your, you know, one of your super veterans kind of in a grueling match, tap out your young number one superstar in the company to now we know Max is going away at the very least for a while. Everyone (laughs) knows he's going away. Right. What am I tuning into on Wednesday? Like, what is the thing that you're supposed to be hooking us back with? I think Swerve could have served that purpose. I think a swerve yeah. pun intended where the devil did not turn out to be exactly who we thought it would be like, not just Cole, but the whole faction. Like you, you it, it was all yeah. <laughs> such a layup. Like it was all so on the nose. So, you know, listen, I, again, I really uh, don't really, I kind of, it's kind of annoying. I gotta say, I'm, I'm sort of annoyed with the fact that I feel like it's hard to be critical of AEW right now because the people who think we're always critical of it will always think that's our agenda instead of being like, wow, 
that dude works for WWE and sure talks about AEW a lot. That's pretty cool by him. Instead of thinking it that way, you'll be like, oh, that guy sucks because he doesn't love it all. Listen, yeah, everyone no, knows. That, that you're asking for an approach that's too level-headed. <laughs> Saturday, listen, I, how many times have we said on this podcast, at least me, and I think even SGG would concede the point. We put over AEW pay-per-views quite a bit. Like, historically, they've done a really good job by delivering on the pay-per-view. We've, we've said that many times. Like, there have been weeks where I'm like, I don't know what's going on on TV, but when I see that lineup for this pay-per-view, I want to watch. And then it turns out pretty good. This, this one, I enjoyed the, the, the max intro. Um, but I, I just think what a weird thing to do to like end the year with this sort of want, want pay-per-view where you job out your f- superstar. I, I just cannot. And listen, we're not going to hide here. Yes. Max, my friend, but I'm not lying. He's the guy. He is the number one thing to hang your hat on at that entire company. I don't know that I just understand him at home. It would be one thing if I thought like him and Joe had some incredible story, but they don't. They, they, it's been a mix of stories. The, the devil thing going on, the Joe thing going on. It's kind of, he's leaving, he's hurt. There's been all these sort of different things happening that made the title loss to me. Like, I'm just not sure that that's how I would have done it. I get wanting I, to pull it off of him right now. SGG, if he's going to go away for a while. Right. I just, honestly, I am singing an entirely different tune. If he lost the match because the devil and his cronies came and effed him up, Joe mm-hmm. gets the win and the show ends with us still not knowing who they are. Yeah. But Joe is champ. That would have been better. And so or- simple. And you want to tune in Wednesday to see what happened. Honestly, or what I would have preferred, right, is that he wins. He wins. And then his contract expires and he won and he's the champion. And whether he wins with the devil helping him and then we don't know, is he actually with the devil or not? But he wins. And then AEW has all these relationships with these independent wrestling companies anyway, right? He wins and then he goes to Japan or to Mexico or somewhere else on the Indies as your AEW champion. I'm defending it. This is my title. I never lost it. I'm going to take it everywhere with me and and give them the summer of punk that WWE sort of failed on when they had him come back. What was it? Two weeks later? Yeah, <laughs> After he yeah, won the money. Exactly. Event. Send AEW around the Indies with your AEW championship and then give Samoa Joe or whoever, honestly, the new AEW championship that they have to create because he's gone and he's not showing up on Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, or any other day for AEW, but he'll do it for any other indie that's willing to pay the price. And honestly, if I'm Tony Khan, I'll just pay him to go to these other places because when he does come back, to AEW with the title to set up that champion versus champion match, it'll mean more than the other ones that they've done, and it'll have that storyline. And then, hopefully, by then, your devil is healthy enough to say, "We we're gonna take it all away from you. You got all that glory thanks to us. You made your deal with the devil to survive, but now it's done, and we want the prize." Right. And, and by the way, some- you could even you could even have the devil story follow him into other feds too. Yeah, and you don't have to have him confirm that he's with the devil. They just around. He just yeah, has that be dark dope. cloud following. That would be dope if Max Max goes and has some match in New Japan, and then they show the devil sitting in the crowd somewhere, like up in the thing, like staying up in the rafters. Yeah, there's so many cool things you could do. Um, I, I just this, could have done. This, Not that you could do. It's over. <laughs> it yeah, could it's have over. done. It is over. That is a fact. Uh, but shout out to Max. It was a hell of a first, hell of a first major title reign. To start your career with that title reign? You set the record for longest longest reigning AEW world champion. So it was, it was a pretty good start to a career for a kid who's, what, 27 years old now? 26? Uh, so. Let's see. His birthday is 27. He'll be 28 in March. Damn, one, one day away from 316 day. Yeah. Your dream. <laughs> yeah. One day away from Pi Day. 
all <laughs> and, and two days away from Frog Day. Is Frog Day in March? I made up Frog Day. Oh. Just like all the rest Is it of international, the <laughs> International Women's Day. Isn't that like March 18th? 20th, I just like, like that. I just like that you said you just completely took me at face value. Like, is that is that uh is that is that when frog day is? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if there's frog day. There's gotta be a frog day. You're just frog so... day is March 20th. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Five days away from frog day. Oh wow, I can't wait for the episode that day. We're doing 60 minutes on frogs. You are you you're frog crazy. Now, Troy, I will tell you, when is your trip to uh Rio? Uh, February, like mid, late February. I can't believe you're going to be in Rio for carnival. We'll see. We'll see. My, I, I have a history of friends flaking out on me. So well, I, you, the trip's not booked that. yet. No, no. Why not? Huh. I have commitment issues, Peter, you know this. So I, I hate commending to things, you know, it's, it's, it looks like February 11th. But I, I want to go back. That's How all. was it? It was it was incredible. It was, and it looks like it's February 9th to the seventeenth in Rio. I I I I honestly, it's probably my favorite trip of all time. Um, I but listen, I have my own personal relationship with Brazil for sure. That definitely made it hit different. Um. I definitely wanted to do it. I, I, the fact that I speak the language decently enough to be excited to like, but still nervous to go speak it, it, it added this whole, I've never been on a trip before where, I mean, I went to Brazil in 1998 when I'd only been learning it for like a year. And I was with my girlfriend at the time's family. So like I practiced a little bit, but I was so new. I didn't know anything. Then I continued to take Portuguese for another several years, right? And and continued to speak it at the time with my ex quite a bit. And then and then I, you know, so I, I took it for four or five years. Fast forward all this time later, I'm like, all right, I'm going to dust off the Portuguese and see how I do. Which added this element of excitement to the trip of like, what's going to happen? Because like, when you go to Japan... The, there's excitement in being in such a place that is so foreign from the U.S. I find that exciting and like a bit nerve wracking, but there's no excitement or nervousness about language because I don't even, I literally can just say thank you and excuse me. I have nothing. I got Japanese is a, a difficult language to learn, especially coming from like the English grammar structure. English grammar structure, the, 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 you couldn't even hope to read anything. Like it's it's a no- so now, obviously, if I'd taken it for five years, I would have felt that way about Japanese, I'm sure. But to be going to a place where the language thing is like in the, I, I know I have an opportunity to try to speak it. It just added this level of excitement for me. That was awesome. And then when it went really well, and I realized that that's a skill I have, which is that like, I can at least get around and be cool. Um, and I also learned that no Americans speak Portuguese because the way people, people were treating me like I was actually God. I had the same conversation over and over. Oh my God, you have a perfect accent. You speak so well. And I would be like two things. One, I copied the accent. Basically. It's kind of like doing an impression. Like I can do a good. Imp- <laughs> I mean, I, I, that's, that's, that's real. I, I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm a decent impressionist. Like I'm not but great. That- but I'm I'm a decent impressionist, so I'm I laughing, heard though, because the funny thing about it is like when you do learn another language, you do it, you do do it in the accent of the person that's teaching you that language. So of course. if they happen to be Mexican, your Spanish is going to sound Mexican, or like from Spain, or from the DR, or whatever. Now, now people from uh, people from Rio are called cariocas, and my ex is a carioca, and so is her family. So. I speak with a sort of Carioca-ish accent. Factor on top of that, what I quickly learned, which is that they just never hear Americans even try. And I realized, oh, this, my ill-fated trip to Brazil that never happened when I was 23 years old really would have been as good as I hoped it would have been. And it's kind of sad to realize it now, honestly. I, I wish I had not learned that. 
Because in my mind, I was sort of like, would it really have been that great? And then I kind of gathered from when I would strike up conversation with people in public, how they reacted. I was like, you know what? As a 23-year-old single guy who had this skill, it actually would have been really pretty great. Because <laughs> it's like a weird cheat code. You're, you pop people instantly. They, mm-hmm. they, all, they all of a sudden elevate you in, in their eyes because they just don't see. And by the way, I'm sure there are Americans listening right now who speak Portuguese who are half Brazilian or, or half Portuguese, whatever, or all Portuguese or all Brazilian. I'm not saying there's none. I'm just saying in my conversations with people, they blatantly were like, we do not meet Americans who can speak. So it comes off as like, wow. So Troy, whatever you can do. Actually, you know what, Troy? Can I just be honest? I don't, this is, I'm, I'm past passing complete judgment on you. Hmm. From the way you sound to the way you look to what your interests are, to the fact that you said you're going to a music festival called Carnivale. I don't think there's anything you could do. I think you're going to be now. Maybe you prove me wrong. Maybe you make it your goal right now to go. I'm going to show Rosenberg. I am not the picture that you see in the dictionary. When you look up gringo, that is not me. What would that be in in Portuguese? Gringo. (laughs) It would be Troy. You don't know me. All right. We've worked together for four years at this point. You don't know a thing about me. So you you don't think you come off as a gringo? No. Troy, what do we not know? Then now is your moment. Tell us what makes you not look like the gringo that you look like. First of all, what what is a gringo? That, See, that, that's just a foreigner, right? But, but that, yeah, but that alone <laughs> proves the point. <laughs> You you started this whole thing off by saying you're going to a music festival called Carnivale. That I, was, is, I was just saying, I was just passing along a message of what another <laughs> real gringo told me. <laughs> you know what? It was just a I game of telephone, that. and I, I had never heard of this festival. This is what the person <laughs> said to me, so I passed it along to you. He said, I'm not the gringo. I'm the friend of. Of the gringo. I'm the friend of the gringo. By the way, Troy hit me with another hammer this week. When he asked me about doing his podcast, which I, I of course, would would obviously do. And then he said that he's going to be doing it at at a studio in Flatbush. And I immediately was like, well, Flatbush on a weekday is, is tough. And then I was like, and then I thought about it more. I said it to Natalie. She was like, you don't want to do it on a weekend either. What are you saying? You want to have, I was like, he said I could do a weekday morning. She was like, wait, you think you're going to want to have your Saturday morning after the week be that you have to be in Flatbush at 10 a.m.? Is that really what you think that you're going to want to do? I said, you know what? That's a really great point by you. So I said to Troy, maybe we could just do it at my, at my house or Zoom. And Troy said, I have a strict no Zoom policy. But he would do it at my house. A no Zoom policy, Troy? You know what? I've actually been thinking over the last few days since we said this, because I've now had uh, another great broadcaster like yourself say that, uh, you know, Can we please Zoom. do Zoom? <laughs> we, we might do Zoom. Yeah, I might have, because I don't know if I'm ever going to, you're so busy. I don't know if I'm ever going to get you. Well, no, here's what it is. Here's what it is. I'll, I'll, I'll be totally blunt with you. Well, there's two things. One, you having any sort of, quote, policy seems absurd. Like, I mean, literally, knowing me, it makes sense. Well, yes. Knowing that it's you, it makes sense. But compared to normal society, it's absurd. I mean, literally the, the late night shows no longer have that policy. Like that, like a, a, literally, I, I believe that they will even in a pinch on like a late night television show, throw someone up on zoom real quick. So with all due respect to Troy Farkas, it's a tough policy to bust out. Um, and number two, yeah, in the case of someone like me, you're my friend. You do a lot for me. Giving you an hour of my time is absolutely I would a favor I would do, which I, which by the way, I consider to be a real favor. Like you wouldn't, I wouldn't do that for oh, someone yeah. who I don't know, but I would definitely do it for you. But when you say it's the in-studio policy, that <laughs> one hour favor is like a three, four hour favor. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, 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 right. Like that's even with like, that's just such a hard, fine. Even if you convinced me eventually to do it and I'd be annoyed doing it instead of being like looking forward to it. 
I'm the highest level you're going to get to do it. Well, don't you want to get above me? I, I, I'm not. I'm not the North Star. So how are you one day scoring that you know dream interview that you've always wanted with Nate Diaz if you're not willing to talk to him on Zoom? These are great lessons, and I w- I was thinking about that myself the past few days. Uh, you're absolutely right. I should loosen the reins a little bit there. Yeah, I think I think that's a good thought. I mean, yeah. you can connect with people in a real way on Zoom. Like now, listen, you don't want to have it be a, an absolute like. I wouldn't want it to be the connection that we had with O'Shea Jackson Jr. You know, yeah. where it's like not great, and they can barely hear them. But if you could, if you're like, hey, can we just talk about setup in advance? So I can make sure you have a good setup and you just help them get, even in some cases you could send someone a microphone, you know, right. there's, there's ways to do it. Yeah. The, it, it could be dope. The policy isn't based in a technological thing. It's based in the quality of the conversation is so much better when it is had in person as opposed to computer. There is a real something about feeling another person's presence and, and it, yeah, you know, it's, it creates just such a better conversation, more meaningful, more depth that I want to have. Now, that being said, like, I know you to the level where we can have that kind of conversation. That's, well, that's the thing. Via also. the computer. Yeah. If you know the person already, yeah. so you don't need to get the connection for sure. Yeah. But I will also say I have done, I've done zoom interviews with people. I didn't know that were awesome. I've done ones that were generic and not good. And I've definitely had ones that we're great. Like it totally depends. Obviously a little bit of human connection certainly helps. Uh, guys, this is fun. We've covered a lot today. I think we did a, I think we did a good job breaking down the, um, MJF title turn, uh, title switch. I think we uh, broke down the rock situation to, to a fine powder. I can confidently say that I said the word Perth more than I ever have in my life. <laughs> we've, we've discovered that Troy is not a gringo and I don't even know this man. A lot has been established here today, SGG. Yeah. Uh, and we could talk about Perth a little bit more if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> is there more news on Perth? No, there's not more news on Perth. I'll just, uh, because you said you talked about it more than you Perth. Yeah, no, no, I really have. So, uh, so, and by the time we talk again on Friday, there's going to be the NXT show tonight. What is it? Yes. E- what is it? Evil New Year? New Year's Evil. New Year's tonight. Evil tonight? Uh, there's, uh, they're airing on Thursday, some sort of like preview for the year on, on Peacock. Yeah. And honestly, I, I hate how much I'm tapped into wrestling because that feels to me like something I'm going to want to see. Cause there's a lot of speculation around that as well in terms of, are they going to announce the full slate of events for 2024? Um, what events are they going to announce? I know Evol- evolution two is speculated about being one of the events on the calendar for this year. We'll see. Um, Potentially more international PLEs that could be announced. Uh, um, I mean, how many more can we do? I mean, for God's sake! I know. I I, I would love some some more can, can U.S. Some more I, know, I want to announce some U.S. Here? ones. Uh, yeah, I, I got to <laughs> right. tell you, I love. Listen, I'm Mister Worldwide. Okay, I'm out here. I love traveling. Right. As my friend Rory said uh, the, said to me the other day, he said, "You travel more than an Instagram model." I, I'm out here these days. I, I love it. <laughs> but can we? Yeah, if we could get some more just random stateside ones that are like a short flight, I think people yeah, would really I'll like to that. some more stateside ones. If that means we can have more here, I know my <laughs> be showing yeah. up is not going to move the needle that uh, much. I have been told. I did receive an email earlier that I'm going to be on that Thursday preview show. I don't know exactly what I. I got a hint as to what I may be talking about. Sounded interesting. But I do think you're right. I do think there's some things that could come out of that Thursday preview show that are that are worthwhile. See, then, so now you, now you made it definitely must see. I was see, just gonna watch to see what they're talking about, but now I the homie Peter Rosenberg gonna be yeah. I, be, I, I believe around eight thirty, I'm gonna pop on there to talk about something or other. And then Friday, there's uh, the SmackDown. What are they New calling Year's the SmackDown? Revolution. New Year's Revolution. Smack. I mean, there's a lot going on, guys. A lot going on. And um, speaking of speculation, before we get out of here, they they're saying that Mercedes Monet is gonna be at. AEW now. The initial talks was that she was with gonna sign with AEW. Then that turned into talks that she was gonna sign with WWE, which have now turned back into talks that she's gonna sign with AEW. So we'll see. I'll tell you what, the timing would be great. They that would be an announcement that they really could use at this moment. Yeah. Then you gotta decide what to do and how to use her effectively. Uh I do also want to say before we go. Happy 80th birthday to the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, baby. 80. 80? Wow. That's right, baby. I'm 80 years old. 
When did he turn 80? I think uh, New Year's Yesterday. Day. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So shout, shout out, out to, to our Jimmy guy. Hart. Can I give a quick shout out oh. to Stack Guy Greg, the first person to wish me a happy birthday on the actual day, Sunday. Oh, and by the way, in the end, I forgot on the actual day. Yeah. Oh. That's very disappointing, baby. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you, Troy. I'm gonna happy make it, birthday again. Troy, happy birthday. Thank I'm going to make it up to you with the interview of a lifetime. Oh, wow. I can't wait. Who just strolled by in the background there? That's my father. <laughs> hey. Hey, Dad. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, listen. Happy belated birthday to Troy the Goy. And uh, we'll get some mailbag on Friday. Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. Lots of Discord. I'm seeing the emails already pouring in fresh off of last night. Happy New Year to the listeners. Natalie wants to know if she can lurk in the interview with Troy. Oh, it wouldn't be an interview with you if she didn't. She said He said it wouldn't be an interview with me if you didn't. That's right. All right, guys. Stay mage and enjoy yourselves. Take it easy, man. At this time, I would like to introduce... Shout out to that guy, Greg. Red Hart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mage. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side by side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.